Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How did get 30, 30, get 30, bet get 20, 20, 20, bet get 20, 20, bet get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. This is Spoke, the all-new and exclusive podcast series with me, Chidera, a.k.a. The Slumflower. And me, Sully Breaks, poet, writer, spoken word, artist, etc., etc. Where we discuss issues at the heart of youth culture and how music and literature are shaping the conversation. The lack of female voices in the literary and music world is not new. From women writing novels under male pseudonyms to this year's wireless bill, which originally featured three women on the bill of 37, women are constantly underrepresented. Though there's been a huge rise of grime, hip-hop and Afrobeat in the last few years, women are still underrepresented and have to fight to be heard. Each time a woman does succeed, it's implied that she had to knock another woman down to get there. Just look at the rivalry the media's created between Cardi B and Nicki Minaj when the same rules are rarely applied to their male counterparts. But in the age of Me Too, are things finally starting to change? Will the demand for women's stories filter into the rap game? Or will women forever be cursed with the concept of the Queen Bee? In this episode, we talk to women at the top of their game in a male-dominated industry and examine the issues they face. So, Celine. So, 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 talk to me. I know, yeah. You, yeah, yeah, you well, don't necessarily agree that agree. the rivalry the media's created between Cardi and Nikki and women in general um, isn't isn't the same as what's happening between men in the industry. No, the I don't. I don't. I don't think. I'm not saying that I don't agree, but I'm definitely. I'm definitely. Um, there's still a rivalry with men within the music industry because rap especially is a competitive genre, you know what I mean? Mm. It's all sport. I mean, all these art forms are sports. That's why, you know, if you look at Push and Drake this season, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Before that, he was going at Meek, you know what I mean? Before, there's always some kind of rivalry. You've got Rosé and 50, you know what I mean? Even in the UK, if we're taking it, I don't know, No, everyone seems to be friends nowadays, you know what I mean? But back in the day when people were beefing, like, movement and Ro- uh, Wiley, the whole movement against Wiley, isn't it? Mm. The whole, you know what I mean? So I feel like there's always been some kind of, like, conflict because this is, this is a competitive genre, do you understand? I'm saying so it so if it's like we're talking about women because people identify with them both women it's kind of mm. like if there's two MCs back in the day maybe from south yeah there may be some kind of like conflict or animosity between other MCs from like north or even mm. the north I remember when Scorcher was beefing Frisco because I can't even remember why they were beefing but yeah. you kind of get what I'm saying so I feel like rivalry is inherently a part of the culture of, of the industry of and I'm so so I'm not saying women are not marginalized in the industry but yeah. I'm saying if you're getting into rap or if you're getting into music in some capacity you mm. should be aware that there's going to be conflict because that's 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 the nature of of the game you know words word i think you touched on so many important points there um i'd definitely love to add as well that what's vital to understand is for men in the industry they're never going to be pitted against each other because of how sexy they are or because of you know how what kind of hair they do or what their makeup looks like or how Fair glam enough. they are and that means that there's always going to be, for women, there will always be an extra layer of scrutiny that men don't have to face. So, for example, like you mentioned that 
for men, it's mainly about skill set and their steez and their yeah. ability to carry themselves. And all that is really valid and that can create rivalry. But for women, those exist too. But then you have to also deal with the fact that there's things like ageism and, you know, having a child, how pretty you are. And so... I think it's a really, really exciting conversation to have, and I'm yeah. super, super gassed to I get into that, it. I hear that. I hear that. With our amazing guests, who we've got here, we've got Olivia Rose, and we've got Nadia, Nadia Rose. Rose. We've got Rose, Rose Squared, basically. Yeah. Situation right now, like this is actually incredible. Are you guys related? Some, is it, wait, have you guys met before? No, no. this is. The oh, wow. oh my god! So we reunited the family. Yeah, come on. <laughs> that we never knew we were. Family. You're from the long, same long. garden. <laughs> exactly. You just got picked and sent to different florists. <laughs> nah, I'm so happy. This I is like amazing. that analogy. I think that's the metaphor. I like hey. that one still. I'll give you that one still. I'll give you that one still. Different florists. I had that still. <laughs> different bunches. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So Nadia, do you want to introduce yourself? Yeah, sure. Hi, um, I'm Nadia Rose, 25, rapper Jeez. from Croydon. La, la, la. Squad, what come squad, on, yeah. Come on. <laughs> Olivia, do you want to I hate introducing myself. I know. I'm Olivia Rose. <laughs> I'm 32. I'm old, um, and I am a photographer turned director. That is me. I love how you undersold it as if your as if yeah, your photography wasn't on here. a massive yeah, billboard. Yeah, we don't do that here. Shoreditch. We don't do What's this humbleness media? here. Like you what know, tell that? your story if you, you want to spit a couple again. bars as well. Do your <laughs> thing. <laughs> don't do that humbleness here, There's man. Three things that you're really proud of that you've recently done this year. Oh three, God, things. three things. Just okay. three. I know you got like hundred, but just three. Okay, so I directed uh, Black and Future music video this year, which Jeez. was what sick. black, like black six six black. Yeah, six L A C K. Oh, yeah. oh yeah. wow, that's yeah, yeah. Yeah. no one cold. knows how to say the name, but he's brought out T-shirts all about that. You should buy. <laughs> you one. did the Issa Lan- uh, love that song. Yeah, Issa Lan- love love yeah, song. Man. You did that one. That's, that's a dope video. That's yeah. yeah, that track bangs. Yeah. So does the video. Yeah, I do say so I'll check the video <laughs> out as well. Yeah, but You're the song Yeah. Oh, fair. <laughs> <laughs> um, what else have I done this year? I signed to some such, so I'm now like a fully signed director, which is kind of mad. Um, like with my photography, I spent ten years being like a free agent, being my own agent, mm. and with video, things went mad really quickly. So I've already signed to a production company, which is kind of amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, thing. And I've survived. That's the other thing I'm proud <laughs> yeah. of this year, for real. Like. You know, it's tough. So yeah. I'm still well, here. So well done to me. Thank yeah. you for being here. Thank you for having me. Nadia, what are three things you are really proud of that you've done this year? Oh, uh, oh I've done a project with um, Barclay Card. Oh, do you want to tell us about that? It's a long way. Well, it's from exclusive. Four, one, you can't. Yeah, long way, long <laughs> way. <laughs> Them one. Um, but yeah, no, it's actually dropping. I don't know when this is dropping. Yeah, yeah. But fair um, it's dropping yeah, soon. It's dropping yeah. soon on TV, national TV. Uh, yeah, yeah, national TV, cinemas. Jeez. It's gonna be. Yeah, yeah, you're gonna see my face. Um, and it was a second, my kind of number two. It was still with Barclay Card, but um. I did my first like kind of animation. I've always wanted to do like voiceovers and <gasps> oh, dope, you know, man. things that's away from just music. So um yeah, there was that. And um It's hard to think of the third thing, right? Third, yeah, I know the third is like well, I guess I've done some songwriting for a pretty big artist and I've been so a exciting. super fan of them for a long time as well. So, um, yeah. Yeah, the reason why I felt it was really important to ask you both to list three things you're really proud of is because in this industry, right, and I'm sure you've experienced this, it often feels like when you're a woman, you have to downplay your achievements or even just, you know, lie about what you do just to avoid people being all gassed or get the wrong idea of you or even just generally not taking the time out to celebrate how far you've taken yourself because it's expected of us to do that anyway. And I guess my first question 
for you, Olivia, is why do you think you've come this far? Oh, it's a big question. Um, do you know, I think I think I spent a lot of my career kind of, whether I was doing it consciously or not, I was ignoring the fact that I was female within male worlds, you know, and I think it's kind of easier to do that than to recognise that you're just on the back foot for the very fact that you have a vagina. It's mm. pretty insane. Um, so I moved through a lot of things. Kind of, I always say to people that I've got two different like hats that I put on. One is mama. I'll go into like a boy dominated thing, mama or auntie, you know, like however you want me to be. <laughs> and then people respect me because I'm the nice lady. Mm. Or I go in and I flirt with people and I use that to my advantage, you know, which yes. I don't know. I don't know what Scam people think about that. Yeah, but you know, like, if you've got to use things to get yourself forward and then you can change things. That's how I think about it. So, you know, I've I've worn these two hats the whole time, which actually maybe in a way means that I've never been me, which is kind hmm. of interesting. What you know, you've I, never been I, you? I sit and kind of travel through both of those personalities of yeah. mine. But... I am not auntie and I am not just a flirt. I'm somewhere between those two things. So mm-hmm. so I feel like I'm maybe performing. And that's been part of specifically why I've kind of I kind of carved my own little route through things was because I was doing that. And in a way sometimes I think what would it have been like if I'd just been me? Mm. That's interesting. So- not to cut off your point in regards to that, you just assigned that kind of just blew my mind. So is this flirting to get ahead? Like, as females here, like, can we just clarify, is that actually a thing? Because I have a friend, and I, I mean, I'm not, like, condemning it, I'm not even judging it, but I have a friend, and she says if you go to the job interview and she wants to get the job, she'll just wear a low-cut top. Mm. You know what I mean? She'll flirt with the manager, and then when she gets the job, she just won't talk to anyone again and just carry on with her life. YG! So, 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 so is, this, <laughs> is, this, is this actually, like, are we establishing that this is actually, like, a practice? And more importantly... Is it detrimental to females who are trying to progress in the industry or do you feel like it's just utilising what you have to your advantage? Because then you do, to an extent, do get sexualized on the basis that you're trying to achieve something, use it through that means. I think, I don't know, I think it's kind of more like, instead of flirting to get ahead, I don't necessarily think about it like that. I think of it more like, especially in my job, it's all about making people comfortable and making connections. And if that, for me, involves a bit of a flirt, which I would do right now with you, you know, right now with anyone in this room, you know, we that's how we find friendships with the girls, with the boys. You do a bit of flirting. You know, mm-hmm. I like your nails. We did it earlier, mm-hmm. right? We bonded you know? over yeah, our nails. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. we both have amazing yeah. nails. You can't see them, but they're great. But yeah, you know, I hear what you're saying. That's why I was kind of hesitant to say that. Maybe it's not right to do it. Maybe it's not right to promote it. But I always say we live in a world with specific rules. I think probably all of the people in this room are trying to change those rules. That's the goal we're working towards. Mm. But we live in a specific kind of world. Mm. And if I can do something, I don't know if I'd go as far as to kind of wear a low cut top. I'm not sure I would be that. Yeah, that's a bit of an extreme and sexualized yeah, about yeah, yeah, yeah. it. But if I can do something and use my girlish charms to to make somebody comfortable and for me to be able to get a better picture or to be able to, you know, make them more comfortable mm. so that we can work together better, then I'm not I'm not ashamed to do that. And, you know, I don't think actually that it is necessarily about sexualizing things. Mm. It's about, you know, flirt can be taken in lots of different yeah, ways. Yeah, 100%. Well, so. I think I took it in one context. And a hundred, and you know, Which is quite I, a male I, thing I res- to do. It is, yeah. I, 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 100%. Also, it's not just women that, that do that. Like, 
for me, right, I have guys that will come to my studio sessions and they're doing dick print in there. Are <laughs> oh, you ex? Hold on, hold on, but hold on. They're coming to studios to wear grey joggers. On a normal session. Is it not comfortability? It, it's like the boxes, they got the, the jeans, everything is fine. I'm but you come and now you're doing <laughs> like so I think it definitely works. Both ways, are It 100. works definitely both ways. Everybody has that little now, that little thing, you know. Wow, no, I'm really now glad I you respect brought that because everyone's being honest as well. Do you get what I'm saying? And I can respect that. I think the most important thing is if you're authentic about it, that's why we can actually mm. like make sense because that makes sense to me what you're saying right now. Because I mean, I don't know about me, but I'm sure a lot of men them do do that as no. well. Do you get what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying. No, I'm so glad you brought that up because I think just to set the overall tone and to provide some clarity, what we have to first understand is power dynamics, mm. yeah. right? And patriarchy. So we're existing in a patriarchy, which essentially is a system where men have more power. Yeah, and that yeah. means that women are seen as commodities. But it also means that women are shamed for responding to this very violent system, regardless of how we choose to respond. Yeah. So that also includes women being sexualized, both with our consent and without our consent. So if you're in a position where either way you're going to be sexualized... If you're in a position where for every job you don't get, a man gets. If you're in a position where you have got to survive because, like, statistically, financially, just in terms of the landscape overall, you have less of a chance of being able to survive on your own and that you need to be able to leverage certain resources to live a life that is actually of some sort of quality, then if it involves you leveraging patriarchy to live a life where you can just survive, why the hell not? For like, for example, mm. with me, I am strongly pro-women doing things like, if you're going to go for a job and you know the, the interviewer is a man and he's likely to, to be spun by you wearing a low-cut top, wear the low-cut top, <laughs> yeah? Because the reason why is that even if you don't wear the low-cut top, you're still going to be sexualizing one way or another. Yeah, and also, it's important to recognise how power works. So men hold more power in society. So for women to be able to actually be like, if I choose to own my sexuality, that's not going to stop you from having more power than me anyway. So it doesn't make any sense for men to feel a type of way or for men to be policing how women respond to patriarchy instead of for men to actually go and huddle amongst themselves and figure out what they can do to destroy patriarchy because patriarchy hurts everyone. So it's not fair, really, to you know focus on the response to the violence rather than actually focusing on the violence itself. Mm. What was it? Yeah. No, I hit I hundred percent. And like I said, like both parties are responsible. I know mm. one of my guys, he was he he went out with his superior, he went he went to dinner with her and he didn't tell his wife because he knows that she likes him <laughs> in it. But he's trying to get a promotion, do you get what I'm saying? So no, I I, I think yeah. everyone's made valid points in, in that respect. Mm-hmm. So um we wanna move on to the items, innit? Um Nadia, what would you have for us today? Um right, so I have a song or it's well, I mean, it's the whole song, but um, it's the lyrics of the song more so than the um, the melody or the rhythm. Um, mm. But it's uh, Christina Aguilera and Little Kim can't hold us down. Mm. Um, you give me the hook. How, how, how remember that song? <clears throat> that sounds like it's, yeah. a, it's a 2000. <laughs> or 2000. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. What's, what's the, what's... This is for my girls. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. That video was banging as well. Still, yeah. That was so a video. What do we do, girls? Shout louder. That's right. Yeah. Tell them. Um, and I feel like yeah, that song meant like growing up. It was like very important to me. I didn't actually know why. 
I was so drawn to this song. Um, but as I grew and I started to understand the lyrics and the message, um, and it wasn't just a tune to brock out to or, do you mean, sing with my friends, I got, like, every single line, I understood where they was coming from. It was like, this is actually the man's world and you do this and the man says it's not okay, then it's not okay. But when the man does it, it's okay. And it was just like, I started to feel that a lot in just just my, my living. That yeah. It wasn't family, boyfriends, industry. There was just always this kind of man thing. It was like, we man in new cavemen days. <laughs> it's still here. Um, Very primal. And yeah, I just felt like they really touched on, they touched on everything. Like just even the fact that she says, um, Lil' Kim says, basically a guy can have sex with a girl how many times he wants and it's fine, but a woman does it and she's a whore. There's a name for her now. Mm. She's, she's not praised. She is now put down um, for the things that she's doing, that the man is doing. Um, and I just feel like, yeah, it's very important for these kind of things to be addressed. But I feel like, just like Sunflower <laughs> was saying, um, it's like these things are, they're discussed and then it's more of an issue that they're being discussed mm-hmm. and the yeah. issue that's Don't being discussed the being um, <laughs> dealt here. with. Um but yeah, I feel like the key point is once you've heard the music and you've taken in what the mu- the message is, let's act on it rather mm, than impact, yeah. have an impact. Big yeah. mood, bruv. I hear mm. that. Do you know what? I'm curious well. to know, what do you think of the concept of like festival stages having women-only stages? Like, How do you feel about that? Or do you feel like it should just be organic where women are on the yeah. line as much as men are? Um, yeah, yeah, I'm just here for the what's organic. I feel like the segregation thing just doesn't... It doesn't mm. help. Like, I feel like... There's enough women for it to be a nice, a nice mix of you know, of talent, guys, yeah, girls, singers, dancers, rappers, whatever it is. I feel like there's definitely enough, and it should be. So you ever been? It's, it's that oh, constant sorry, thing as well, you know. Like you're, I'm not a director. I'm a female director. Oh, yeah, oh. you're not. You're not a rapper. You're no, a female. Was, you're not supposed to say female, by the way. It's I've like, been educated. <laughs> well, as that, opposed to what? well, how it works is that so you <laughs> can only use female when it's before the noun. So, like, you know, female butterfly, female rapper. But if you just use female on its own, it's like female what? Because then it reduces you. Okay, just thank you. Okay, so that's why I went wrong. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm. No, Chi's Ch- Ch- been educating me. So, I, okay, yeah. cool. Because I was just messed up there. Sorry to cut no, you off. Right. There. No, it's all right. Edu- I'd never even thought about that myself. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for the education. <laughs> I've been getting We're it all every week. Don't worry. I've been getting it. That's how I was trying to save you. I can't remember where, where you I... Were you were saying that when people have time, to refer yeah. to it as like female oh, yeah, director, it's, it's female just, rapper. It's just not useful, you mm-hmm. know? It's not useful. It's not a useful way of referring to people. It's not a useful way of making people included. It's not a useful way of pushing things forward. And I think that that's what everyone just needs to look to doing now, you know? And there's this whole thing about... Positive discrimination is still discrimination. Oh, no, sorry. <laughs> it's actually how we are, you know, it's what I said before about how the world works now versus how we're trying to make it work. And if that means some things have to be positively discriminated towards, not against, mm-hmm. then so be it, you know. Yeah, People have to look harder. You think that there's not enough female rappers, I hate that I've just said it myself. Right, but, yeah, for the sake of conversation. Yeah, yeah for the sake of the conversation, yeah, yeah to to be part of the lineup, well, you haven't looked hard enough. So, mm-hmm. you know, it is you that's being lazy, not the people out there creating, you know. And and it's funny, I, sp- I, was, um, I was shooting No Day and I was speaking to her about this and she was saying to me that she'd been asked to do like a female version of Pow. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. And that's all I have to say to <laughs> yeah, you. You yeah, all know exactly what I mean. Yeah, you know? It's yeah, like yeah, that yeah, was the yeah, end yeah. of the story. I hear that. Yeah. It's like, why can't I just be 
on Pal. Yeah. yeah. You know, like all of the other male rappers were, you know. That's it's the same talk. with who people bring through, you know, as they're yeah. like warm ups and they're, you know, like. I think the male rappers, let's call them that, yeah, nice, <laughs> have Love a responsibility it. towards their female counterparts as well. And I don't think there's enough being done for people to bring people through. You know, it's just the same as when you're a bigger artist with more followers. You bring through somebody who's got less followers, who's less mm-hmm. well-established. Well, they need to be making a conscious effort to be bringing through the females so, as yes. well. So, yes, that's dope. So on the subject of that, do you feel like as a female as well, like as, as a female... Um, Sorry, as a as woman, woman. Sorry, yeah. you feel like as a woman, then the same way, like say for instance, if I going, if I'm in a role, someone say as a, as a black man, you have responsibility to try and bring people from your community through. Do you feel like in your career, you felt like the constant responsibility to mm. do that for your peers or your or your counterparts to give them opportunities that you know that the the, the male figureheads in that position wouldn't? Yeah, that's a good yeah. question. And I mean, I think you know, I think when it comes to it's interesting you asked me that question because I obviously don't feel a responsibility to bring men through, mm. you know, to, to my industry. And bringing it back to race, it's a good place to bring it. I'm a white woman, you know, you can't see me, I'm a white woman. Um, and for me, it's been about inclusivity with who I have assisting me, who I'm shooting, what faces I'm representing. Yeah, It's a difficult subject, I'm kind of problematic by the very nature of me being a middle-class white woman trying to bring some other people through with me. That makes people upset, and I can understand why, and I'm kind of here to listen to those criticisms and try and constantly mould my practice based on what I'm hearing and what I'm learning. But for me, yeah, like I personally feel a responsibility to bring through anyone who is not a straight white man basically Mm -hmm. anyone who's on the back foot in this hierarchy that has been created through years and years of oppression and inequality you know so i am always thinking about that you know and thinking about how not just that but how people feel on set how people feel in the office environment how those people i'm bringing through is this a safe space to bring them into Mm -hmm. you know it's it isn't always and I have a very unique position to be able to manoeuvre between spaces. I've been brought up in a, you know, very middle class white world. I went to private school. I was brought up around people who speak a certain way, who do a certain thing. Yeah. So I have the benefit of kind of understanding that world and being able to move through it. Mm. And so I feel a particular responsibility, even down to my family, yeah. sat around at Christmas time, you know, the kind of chat that comes up. How does up. that conversation happen when you, tell them you, 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 when you tell them you take photography of, like, grime artists and rap artists? Is that... People say dumb shit. Really? Like, <laughs> are you scared? <laughs> oh, good one. <laughs> are you scared? <laughs> the amount of times I've heard that. Well, you're not scared when you... Uh, but no. you I mean, but I mean, I'm not going to lie. I think, do you, have you had photographed six, seven before? No. Okay. Why were you going to ask me if I was scared? No, no, no. Because no, 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 I would have gone into that as like auntie, mama, the nice lady. Okay, and I would have been fine. Do you know what I mean? Like, I'm say, not scared anyway. Sometimes but. I see some photography and I see people on there blocking it and I'm like, right, are you a real, real, some real drillers on that block? Is that all cool? Like, do you yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah, what's that? I mean, like, would you have cupcakes? Yeah, and, like, I was like, right. Like, you know what I always think? Being a, being a photographer or being a director, you've, you've kind of like, by your very occupation you're wearing that like press thing around your neck you know when oh. people go to war like there's something about <laughs> you, know, war. <laughs> well, you know what I mean you know yeah, like the, the guy who wears the big press symbol so that he doesn't get shot by the enemy <laughs> at war you know yeah. that is what the photographers do and I feel like I wear that invisibly oh, okay. through everything I do camera. because I'm there to document someone I'm not there 
to start beef. I don't have any beef with anyone. Like, <laughs> if shit's about to go south, I'm going to leave. I'm not sticking around, you know. Well, I might, if there's a good picture to get out of it, you know. <laughs> Which is a different discussion in itself. But, yeah. you know, like... Yeah, it was just that context where I was thinking, yeah, I've, you guys have braved some war zones to really bring us great photography. Um, <laughs> so, um, Nadia, also, yeah. just, just the same question that I directed Olivia, in terms of, like, when you're in the industry and you're seeing these kind of, like, hierarchy and structures, which kind of, like, are not beneficial to every every social group, do you feel, do, is there is there something in you that says, okay, I have responsibility or I'm doing my best to make amends or changes in terms of who... Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Who I work with, you know, the same Olivia does. Who I who I bring into that space and how mm-hmm. I allow them to like access it. Yeah, a million percent. Um, I'm like pro woman. Like, um, there's a lot in the industry, but there's not enough in it. Um, so I'm always like, as you know, I'm all about my squad. Half people that work for me are my friends, and they're all girls, and they all have their own talents that are helpful to me. Yeah, and I think it's good to do. And there are women that are from all different backgrounds. There's no discrimination when it comes to the types of women that are coming through. Like, if you're a woman, your head's on correct and you want to make a change, then I'm I'm here for it and let's let's make something happen. Because if I'm doing it and Olivia's doing it, Slumflower's doing it, um, all the girls are doing it, then before you know it, there's going to be a massive change. In the whole kind of... I hear that, man. Do you want to go on to um, your item then, Olivia? Can I just quickly ask Nadia something? Yeah, feel free, man. We're all Um, family. The label thing. Yeah. I was just wondering if it's still like the horror stories of how it always was. Do they really (laughs) want to be like, you know, like lose a bit of weight, like change your face? That's a good question. I mean, (laughs) to me personally, um, I haven't had anything like that. To be honest, actually, it was quite strange. I did have a an a and who was a woman, um, and she was actually suggesting that I kind of sexied it up a bit, mm-hmm. you know. If I had my tracksuit on, we zip it down a bit, <laughs> get rid of the top, <laughs> zip it <Yeah>. down. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, that was actually quite, that was different because mm. um, I didn't expect it from actually, her. But, but do you not think mm. that there are, like, man-women yeah. That have been socialised to have yeah. white people, the patriarchal... Yeah, yeah exactly. Agents yeah. of the patriarchy. Exactly. Yeah. You know, because there yeah. really are, aren't there? Mm-hmm. And you, like... And and you just can't believe <laughs> just that like, they exist. You... Yes. As we were talking about the subject, you said you had an A&R telling you to try and, like, make yourself more appealing to a male gaze. So yeah. on, on that subject, I remember Lady Leisha, I think she said, she said that one of the people in the label had said to her that she should try this Cardi B or someone like that. I, can't yeah. remember, I think she tweeted it. Mm-hmm. And it was basically the whole... this another musician? Yeah, yeah, because obviously that person was big at the time and they were saying that if she dissed her, mm-hmm. she's going to get clout and it's going to give it. So basically, we're speaking to this question of like, this idea of the queen. Like, there can only be one oh. one woman. Do you understand? Yeah. Did you, have you ever felt that? Because I know in most industries, there is that kind of intimidation factor where, mm. right, for instance, like um, Nina, Nina Simone and Aretha mm-hmm. Franklin, she would say like Aretha Franklin got pushed to certain spots because 
because she was less politically active, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. meaning that that space is done and she can't go there. Yeah. Do you feel like the same barrier exists for you? Like if, say, someone, Lee Shaw or Banks or someone is out there and mm-hmm. they have a specific like um, endorsement and stuff, you're like, oh, then they're not going to look at you. It's like, you do, is, that, is there that um, dynamic there? No, like not for me personally, because I feel like we all possess different things anyway. So, do you mean what works in that lane for somebody? That's that's fine, isn't it? It might not be my thing, but if I feel like I can also fit in that lane, then I feel like I don't feel like I'm blocked from doing that just because, like you say, Alicia or someone else is filling that gap. But like when you're just talking about rap and the music, like you said, it's a comparative thing. Yeah, yeah. For me, where I've come from, it's all about me being number one when it comes to lyrical ability and da 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 da. Like that's my spot. Like so, that's never how the number I've one always, woman. No, one. but not being a number one okay. woman. Like I feel like there's th- that space is open to all, but. Yeah, you know, that's just of, me. It kind of brings us back to what we were saying, like right at the beginning about the rivalry thing. Like we've just talked about how there's one spot. That's basically yeah. what we're saying. There's one spot yeah, that's in what, UK yeah. music for a woman. There's one. Yeah. So that's, yeah, yeah there's, there's more competition there. There's quite a few spots for male rappers. Hundred percent. I tell you that. Mm. Doesn't matter if you're the same color. Doesn't matter if you look quite similar. Doesn't matter if you're from the same place. Doesn't matter if you're the same age. Doesn't matter if you've got the same flow. Like, true real you know, talk that, that, like, yeah, if, I you, yeah. if I asked you to list if I asked you to list 15 male rappers you could do that if I asked you to list 15 female rappers you probably wouldn't be able not to me. Yeah, not be me not me because I could I, 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 I'm, I'm the wrong person <laughs> go on huh could I do it? Let me think. I don't. I'm not sure. Could I do it? Um, like right now. Yeah, let's, so let's, let's try. Say, just try. Rah, okay, let's say. Okay, so we're gonna go for obvious. We're gonna go for Cardi, Nikki. We're gonna go for. Um, are we doing UK and US? Should we do yeah. UK? No, do UK and US. That's, that's UK, okay. Fair. So we go okay, Banks. Fair enough. Making it easy for him. Banks, Leisha. <laughs> do you guys listen to No Name? That's yeah. yeah. We'll yeah. go for No Name. We'll go for Sweetie. Do you know Sweetie? Mm-hmm. Okay, we'll go for Sweetie. We'll go for, you know, Megan Thee Stallion. Megan Thee Stallion's dope. I like Megan Ooh. Thee Stallion. Let's go for Nole. Yeah. Let's go for... Let me think. I'm thinking UK. Paigey. Yeah. Let's go for Paigey. Have I said Leisha? You haven't said Leisha. Mm-hmm. I said Leisha. So I've only got four more to go. Leisha, let me think. We can't... Blue, blue, blue still rap? Baby, we'll say Baby Blue. <laughs> give, give Baby Blue. So I think I finished with the American counterparts. Oh, Remy Ma. Come on, we got Remy Ma. She's mm-hmm. beasting. We got Foxy. If I go to the 80s, though, now I'm killing Please it. Lauren. Missy, No, Missy's more than a rapper. You're disrespecting me because she's just a rapper. Come on, man. <laughs> Missy, and obviously to finish up, I'm going to go for my G, Nadia, right here. You come know what I'm saying? Come on, Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but if we go back to the 90s, we'd kill it. I, I definitely, I, to be honest, I actually feel like as time has gone on, it's become less inclusive of female rappers because the criteria is kind of like about your image and your brand rather than just mm-hmm. your j- just your ability, you know? Because when I thought back to the to the 90s, I was thinking names were just real enough. When I'm thinking now, they, they're all kind of like homogenous in the way they look and the mm-hmm. way they sound and, and, and their appeals, you know what I'm saying? Do you think that's because, like, back in the day, like, even being a rapper and being, like, accepted in that genre of music was more difficult... And so everyone was banding together more. And That's now now maybe mm. it's kind of easier to be a rapper. There's a lot of money, money to be made. Yeah, There's yeah, a lot yeah. of, it's, you know, and so it's more competitive yeah. maybe than it was. I don't know. I'm just theorising. Mm. I don't know the answer to that yeah, question. <laughs> what item did you bring, Let's Olivia? talk about it. Um, so I brought my video, East Atlanta Love Letter, which I'm going to kind of play quite song is a banger. You're so lucky yeah. to have made the video for that. That Mate, song is when, a banger. When I got sent the song, it was like... 
such a dream. It was the first time that I'd written on a track that I was like really completely in love with. Seriously. And there was like kind of this mad experience that happened to me in Atlanta. This is beautiful. Sorry to interrupt you, but That's it looks right. beautiful. You're playing it right now. Sorry, carry on with it. Um, where I had this like. I am a female director moment. And it was for two reasons, right? So we did two night shoots at 7pm till 7am, okay? 5am on the first night, morning, wherever the hell we were, <laughs> you are like proper crabby, proper tired, everyone's annoyed, you're getting snappy. And my like main support on the shoot, who was a guy who I had got on like a house on fire, me and him were like best friends, you can't even imagine. Like, you know, every time we turn up, let's have a cuddle, we loved each other, okay? Mm-hmm. 5am on the first night, he stops listening to me. Like, nothing I say will he respond to. When it's actually time to work. When it's actually time to work, yeah. You know, and I'm stressed. That is my right as the director on the shoot, to be stressed. Like, what I was stressed about completely doesn't matter. I was stressed. That's all you needed to know. Wasn't his fault. I told him that. But he's not liking the fact that I'm stressed. And that's starting to annoy me. But didn't he want to do something about you being stressed (laughs) rather than just being like, I don't like it? Do you know know what? His attitude at that time was... If you're stressed, that means that I'm not doing my job right. You said it's not about him. Exactly. (laughs) So I'm like, okay, I can't can't win this one, clearly. And I'm thinking maybe I'm triggering him like an ex-girlfriend or something. So, you know. (laughs) Anyway, we we get to this point where he just won't take instruction from me and he will only take the final say from my male director of photography. Wow. And it hurt me, right? So so there was this moment, and and bearing in mind we've got like a, like on most film sets, we've got something like an 85%, probably more like 90% male crew so the only other women there on the shoot were hair makeup and styling which is so often the case Mm -hmm. you know so they're kind of god forbid i don't think this girls but they are the lonely lonely the lowly people on set yeah of course that is not my opinion yeah but that's how it's in the hierarchy so i've and this is also a video we're watching it now that is i made it for women i was really like you know when i'm discussing it with management that was something they wanted to do they wanted their artists to look sexy for the girls so I'm like kind of bringing the girls over to look at the monitor. I don't think that was going down too well with the male crew. Seemed like, you know, and I'm, thinking, Why are you they, this is all going opinion? on. Yeah. And so this guy turns around to me and he says, well, we better do what Olivia wants us to do, lest she gets her panties in a twist. Oh, wow. And I was, it's five in the morning. I'm tired. I was so upset, so angry, so frustrated. I couldn't say anything to him then and there. I'm surrounded by crew. I walked off and I like full and honest truth I burst into tears and I had this massive cry then I'm feeling imposter syndrome right which I think is quite a female thing mm-hmm. yeah where I'm not meant to be there look at me I'm some just some gal words that I can't say because yeah. I can't say the rude just words you know but dog. feeling like exactly <laughs> feeling like a female dog who's crying her eyes out like why can't I just be like a man he would have just sorted it out anyway I decide that I'm going to leave it till the end of the shoot and you know like my producer, you know, the owner of some such, like all of these people are rallying around me like, you know, this person could be taken off set. I'm like, that's not helpful to remove someone that I need off the set, you yeah. know. Well, we'll talk to him, but you both have penises. I need <laughs> to talk to him because otherwise it looks like my You're bulldogs afraid. have yeah, gone yeah, in, yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. So I wait till the morning. I had this conversation with him and, and I, I started, I opened with, it's 2018. Like, why are you going to be this guy? We have had such a nice relationship. We've gotten like a house on fire. There is no need, you know, it's 5am. I know that we're all crabby. I know that. You want to snap at me. You want to tell me that I'm being an absolute female dog. You can do that. But just pull me aside. Don't do it in front of other people. Yeah. We're, we're at work, you know. I'm like, have you worked with a female director before? Have you looked around you and seen who the crew are? See, seeing how you're undermining my authority in a world where 
It's hard enough yeah, already, yeah, yeah. you know. And he was, in his defence, he was really embarrassed and he apologised. And the next morning, before the second day of the shoot, he sent me a message unprompted saying, I'm going to bring a better energy today. And he yeah. did. Good. And at the end I of the shoot... Yeah, yeah, and that's how I feel, you know. You've got to give everyone their one moment to make their mistake, talk, yeah. you know. And if you then speak to them and if they then do bring new energy, which he did, you know, and at the end of that shoot, I'd been saying to him all week, who's the boss? Who's the boss? <laughs> and he wouldn't say it. He was alpha oh gosh, male, you know. Like it's hard for an I alpha male. Energy. <laughs> yeah, but, but at the end of this who's shoot, I boss? shouted, shouted across the location, "Oi, who's the boss?" <laughs> and he picks up his walkie-talkie and, like this, he's like, "And I'd just like to let everyone know that Olivia Rose is the boss." Jeez! And the girls on set, they were thrilled, you know. And then the the other half to this, right? So I'm being made to feel like a woman in a man's world, first time in a long time. I felt reduced to my sex you know mm. and then on the flip side I've got the girls on the shoot who have never worked with a female director before and they were so proud Empowered, and yeah. thrilled to work with with a, with a woman mm-hmm. yeah. and to be a part of their first experience of that I could cry even thinking yeah. about it still it was so the most important. amazing magical moment that they felt included like I was told by one of the producers they were amazing right just girls you're amazing they got everything done everything that needed to be done they were the ones getting done might I add you know but one of these girls said to me that none of the directors has ever even spoken to her before notes come through someone else wow and for me to hear that when I'm a people, you know, I'm a people person and like, you know, when everyone's sitting down for lunch, I want to sit with the crew, you know, like I've got no interest sitting on a director's chair. It makes me all feel weird. <laughs> I don't, you know, my imposter syndrome makes it hard for me to even say I am a director. It make, That makes me feel cringy and weird mm. still. I'll get there one day. Mm. But, you know. You can call yourself the boss, though. I am you the boss. You can call yourself the boss. I am the boss. I like that. Yeah, I am the boss. <laughs> but then when I'm saying that, like, for me, the boss is male. Mm. Not that I am male, but do you know what I mean? I know like when I'm saying the, I'm the boss, that that male energy. like if I was shouting "Who's the Empress," it wouldn't have felt as powerful, even though I am an Empress. Mm. FYI, you know, Jeez. fluffy Empress. Is one of do you know it's like all over my Twitter and stuff I, you know I've got fluffyempress.com it redirects to my I website check it. it out people um, but you know like the very nature of it being a female what's the word what, what's the word I'm looking for the very fact that it's like, like a, a female word yeah, a feminine in, word that's what I'm looking yeah, for it's inferior. and not a masculine word it's inferior yeah and mm. so by me saying I'm the boss it is like wearing the trousers mm. all of those things that really like We'll let's, the power let's just have. move mm-hmm, to a yeah. place where we don't even have to assume think masculinity. Like that. Yeah, is the, is the power structure yeah, here? You know, like that would be ideal. But while we're still in it, you gotta gotta be the boss, ladies. Yeah, see, yeah. girl. Yeah. Yeah. What, what are you yeah. saying, Nadi? What, what, have you ever been in a similar situation where you just had to stick it on someone? You know, for for not for not respecting. <laughs> I love the phrase "stick it on someone" for not respecting your position. You know, I mean, particularly because you you are a woman. Um, probably have. Um. <laughs> You know, sometimes, you know, yeah. you might be doing a freestyle and stuff like that. You, know, yeah, you don't I mean, be like, going back to back. I've then. had the, f- you know, boys, boys. Um, you can say, well, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not specific. You I'm not like love. Hard it was to say men because there's so few of them. Oh, gosh. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll take but that. There's, the, cool. there's that thing of being good for a woman or being good for. And it's like, why is, why is the added bit there? Yeah. Why? Just, just tell good. me that I'm good. Just, just tell me, like you said to your peers, yeah, yeah, fam, you went in, you went in, bro. Come and tell me, do you know what, Nads? 
you was hard. But there's always this kind of safety net of, yeah, 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 for a girl. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Compared to so-and-so, another girl, oh, you're hard. Yeah. And it's just like, nope, 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 nope. Compare me to to Kendrick. Come and talk to me about Kendrick. Say, right. yeah, Nads, yeah, you're levelling here. Or Nads, yeah, yeah, you came like so-and-so. But it's always, we're always in the same women's circle that they mm. have to that, and like yeah I just I'm always drawing out people for that like, it's like even that, in clashes you see, you see like the list right and you're like why do they always put the women against the women yeah 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 like, it's not like, like this isn't tennis you know exactly like, yeah. it's yeah. not like a, a sports it. sport it's like <laughs> what like, we got plus wouldn't that be so much more interesting when the yeah. women just get to end the men oh I even hear what you're saying out there because I have a friend who actually a female rapper you know, oh, by the way on that track you're on a track with 6-7 you killed yeah, that track yeah, yeah. I think you was the best Bless you up. were the best on that track you know what I mean Thank but you. like you're saying I have a friend who's a female rapper and her thing was like her rap influences like every time someone sees her, they're like, "Oh, you must be influenced by Lauren Hill. You must be influenced by." But she goes, "No, I didn't listen to none of them. Right? And Lauren Hill at all going now. I didn't listen to any female rappers. Yeah. My inspiration was like Tupac and Biggie and all these mm-hmm. kind of people. But automatically, everyone always puts in the category that mm. you must have like female influences yeah. to be inspired into this craft as a female. Yeah, and I'm 100%. sure as 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 a woman, sorry. I mean, I'm sure as a woman, that was not not necessarily the only reason you gravitated towards music and the yeah. art form." No, a hundred percent. Like I, I can completely relate with your friend. Like I, I obviously listen to a, a lot of women in the game, but predominantly it was the men. Like you say, Tupac. Like I'm, I'm super Tupac fan. Like if, if anybody, I, I could put a lot of why I do this today to Tupac. Okay. Like, um, and I thought that's, that's, and even for guys, there can be guys that have been inspired by by women. Yeah, and, you 100%. know, and it shouldn't be limited to the same sex as your, as mm. yourself. Like, um. But yeah, it does. It does happen for whatever reason. If you could, if both of you could relive one moment in your career, what would that moment be? Like re- relive it for which, which like for yeah, a exactly. good reason, like like just the the feeling you got, like the like the moment in your career where you felt the most powerful and proud of yourself. If you could relive that, okay, I've maybe maybe got one. I, I like when I was doing the book, when I was shooting This Is Grime. Obviously, I'm doing it with Hattie Collins, who's like a, you know, she's like an OG in the scene. Me, not so much, you know. I I had like a very short amount of time to prove myself to a lot of people that I was trustworthy, that I was like cool to be there, that I was a lot of different things. And rightly so. And there was a moment when I walked in, I can't remember whose gig it was, I think it might have been Chip, and it was in one of those venues in East. Maybe it's XOYO. Is that the one with the tiny green room? Yeah. Yeah, probably. tiny, like literally it's that like the size square, of a yeah. toilet cubicle. <laughs> and I walk into the green room, right, and it's like Kano, Giggs, Chips, Double, every, everyone is yeah. there, right? And I walked in, everyone turned around, went, you're right, and then turned back again. And I was like, yes, I've finally <laughs> done it. I can finally move unnoticed in this thing. No one cared who I was. Everyone was like, oh, she's that girl with the camera, she's cool, don't worry. You know, and it was like the one moment when I was like, yeah, I've actually broken into mm. this thing because I'm cool, you know, mm. and, and it's just fine for me to be there. And, like, kind of getting to that place was such a process that it was, yeah, I was really proud at that time. Aww. Yeah, I'd be proud if they did the same thing mm. to me and as well. Boy. Me, it's OG. <laughs> <laughs> Can this be happening? <laughs> that was a very OG. real moment for me. Yeah? Big up. <laughs> um, for myself, um, I mean... I, Winning the MOBO award uh, mm. for best video was like 
crazy for me. Was it was, it was that boop, squad. Boop, boop, boop. Yeah, 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 hard video. Squad. Did you crog, did you learn all the moves beforehand? Is it one take? Yeah, 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 one yeah, take. You did one it still. Um, you did bits. Come on. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you did bits. That ain't easy either. Snap. Ain't no, easy. I know. Like it was wild. Like it was my first time being at the Mobo Awards at all. Right. Um, and then to win on top of that was crazy. And I was up against like there was bare man that I was up against. The only other woman was MIA. But, you know, I didn't have to use a huge budget or nothing. It was just like, yeah, this is just organic and what I'm about. And it's me and my friends literally mm. walking through the ends and having a good time. Um, so, yeah, that was that was really sick. But I just wish I could relive it to go on stage and just cuss out the men. Just, just like, I would have said something, just like, <laughs> yeah, allow it. definitely have that opportunity again. Yeah, so. 100%. 100%. Next what did you time, end up saying? Definitely. Oh, I didn't have the words. Yeah, and my mum was there. Oh. So, you know, obviously, yeah, I came yeah. I, I did the tank God. God be the glory. Yeah. All of that. Um, obviously, shouted out my team and, yeah, yeah, people that voted for me. And, yeah, then I was just out. But, yeah, I wish. I was like, yes, it's me with my, my nun-nun here yeah. on the stage yes. taking this for the girls, yeah? I wish. But, yeah, like I say, I'll definitely have another opportunity. 100%, yeah. Oh, oh, this God's has been willing. such a wonderful conversation. I've learned so much from both of you, and I'm so glad we were able to discuss something that's so important, but with such a light-hearted touch. And before we wrap, because we always do this, the whole purpose of this conversation is about learning from each other in an environment that's really welcoming. And so I want to ask every single person in the room, what have you learned today? So I'll start with you, Sully. What have you learned today from the conversation? Um, I think... Actually, very early on when we talked about the whole issue of like flirting and how we perceive and, you know, when you did mention it and you did you did kind of highlight the fact that the instant I heard flirting, I looked at it from a very specific standpoint. You know, do you understand what I'm saying? So I think that's an education for me. And going forward, I feel like if I see anybody act a certain way in a certain context, I'm not immediately going to judge them or respect or make an assumption as to what they're trying to imply or, mm. you know what I mean? Because it's like the same way, like I can be with my boys and I can act a certain jovial way. Like it's not necessarily going to imply that, oh, um, it's, um, I'm that kind of person all the time. Do you get what I'm saying? It's just, it's just, it's just personality traits and different like aspects of, of how people interact. And yeah. I think that distinction is important to me. Like say for instance, like, if I am with a woman and she might like rub my shoulder or something like that and you're just like rah like you're doing the most it's not always that the case you know yeah. what I'm saying so I think that I think that for me was kind of like I'll go home and I'll be like rah yeah she kind of she kind of put me in my place on that one <laughs> yeah I'll take <laughs> thank that. you for that Nadia did you learn anything today um yeah um it was actually the um the female and the woman thing the oh the noun. yeah mm. um yeah that was that was really good I'm like I've literally throughout the conversation it's been going around my head like oh that's really oh, good spun me still. yeah oh good. but yeah thanks that's good <laughs> thank you you know when someone takes your thing when you're going oh, round and you're after thing. someone and someone takes your, your thing, thing. <laughs> sorry so I've learned to always go first when <laughs> somebody's gonna ask you a question um no, there's there's loads of things. Like I don't feel like I want to like put my finger on something. It's just been really nice to be part of a conversation mm. that, you know. And also maybe when we had that moment, you know, where I'm making you name 15 female rappers, you know, it's like actually mm. just for us to be in a safe space where it doesn't matter if you can or can't do it. The point is, is that we're trying to highlight something. You know, that's that's like always an an important thing to do. I think mm. so. Yeah. I've learned from you, Olivia, that. Oh it's important to give everybody one chance to recognise mm. their mistake. And I think that's really key because 
often we're taught that if someone hurts you, hide it, move on, act like you weren't even phased. But actually, it's better that if someone hurts you, you let them know that they've hurt you or done something to disrespect you and then it puts the ball in their park and they now have a responsibility to either address it, um, acknowledge it or act on it. But the whole point is that you've done your bit and now it's reflective of their character, how they move on from that. Mm -hmm. And that is actually what lets you have your power because all these conversations to do with letting people know that they've done something to you is about power, right? And feeling Mm -hmm. like you've lost it. But there's an illusion in that where you think you're handing over your power by telling someone they've done something to you. But actually the real power is letting that person respond and knowing that if they don't even acknowledge it, then you've actually internally won because you've done your bit as a grown person to articulate how you feel. And they haven't been bold enough or confident enough or even just simply respectful enough to acknowledge that and give you your flowers while you can still smell them. So I'm Mm -hmm. definitely going to make sure that I implement that more often. So I do it all the time, but I want to make sure that I also have a healthy conversation. And it's, it's also boss. about allowing people to have <laughs> have their ignorance as well. I think people often immediately go to somebody's nasty and sometimes they've just never been told before. Mm. So if we can remember that, then maybe some people's minds can change because they don't get attacked, they just get spoken to. And, yeah. and just for the record, that was the first time I think I've ever stood up for myself in that way. So, wow. like, me too, I'm going to keep trying to do that. Yeah, you know, it ain't yeah. easy, so... Yeah. Oh, thank oh. you all. Oh. 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 Oh